0: Hey guys, my name is Morgan and welcome to Get Her Therapist. This is episode seven or six. I honestly have no idea. It's very not okay that I don't know, but um, enjoy and tell me what you think. Hey guys. So last week, I had Olivia come on again. She was previously on the Baby Mamas Club episode, and she joined me again on the self-harm episode. We actually talked a lot about this episode previously um, and, you know, just feeling like we were the right people to kind of have the conversation or at least open the door up for that conversation. And I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was really surface level, but I thought that it was a good step in the right direction to at least, you know, talk about it and have the conversation. So I'm happy with it. Please go and listen to it because Oh, oops, poor computer. Sorry. Um, it was an episode that I was really anxious about publishing, I had a lot of nerves, I wasn't really sure how people would, I don't know, look at it. I definitely didn't want to be judged, but I also know that the way that people look at self-harm can be one, just out of ignorance, as in like truly not knowing, not understanding. Um, It can come from a place of just confusion. It can be scary and people don't want to necessarily talk about it or have those conversations but honestly like this won't be the last time that I talk about self-harm because I believe there are so many layers to self-harm it's I don't think it's just one episode I think there's so much to talk about um but of course I didn't want to make this or that last episode super unorganized I tend to jump around a lot so that won't be the last time that I talk about it. I thought that it was a good opener and you know it'll it'll come back around. But anyways, let's go ahead and jump in to this week's episode. How's everyone's week? I mean, I know I can't talk to you guys, like it's not a conversation, but I hope that everyone is staying sane while the holidays start to approach and I just hope that people aren't really super stressed out about presents like presents used to really stress me out and then i just decided it's not that serious and if i got it then i do and if i don't then i don't and i'm not about to run around like a chicken with my head cut off i'm just not doing it so i refuse to be stressed out during the holidays um brayden's gonna have a wonderful christmas and he's still young, which means that the really expensive gifts don't necessarily make or break his Christmas right now. So I think that's good. Um, and it's Thursday. I'm actually recording. It's December 1st. Wow. It's the beginning of the last month of 2022, which is crazy. I This year has been very interesting. Lots lots of lows, lots of highs. Um, I think I talked about this before, but just kind of pushing through and trying to navigate being an adult. I think it's harder than what we all thought. So just trying to make the right decisions, trying to be financially responsible, and trying to just keep loving myself, loving on me. But this week, I really want to talk about mental health and I want to talk about it in a way that isn't so toxic positivity. There is somebody that I follow on Instagram. I can't remember her name. She's a therapist so, And she talks about toxic positivity quite often. And I see it often. I see it with friends. I see it with associates. I see it with partners, like I just it's very annoying and obnoxious. And I feel like it does more harm to you than anything. So one thing that I've learned is to just feel what I'm feeling when I'm feeling it, which means I'm not going to tell myself to get over it. I'm not going to tell myself that it's okay, that it's fine, that you're strong, you're going to be okay. No, like when I'm upset, Then I do give myself room to be upset. And it's one of the reasons why I don't necessarily reach out for opinions or advice anymore because what I'm um, matched with is well, it's gonna be okay. Like, well, you don't need to be that upset. Like, you're stronger than that. Like, don't let your emotions take over, which, yes, don't let your emotions consume you. However, What I will do is give myself space and room to be upset and to be angry and to be sad. And if I want to sit on my couch for two days and binge watch once upon a time and drink wine, then I will do that. And I don't have any regrets about it. What I have to do is I have to learn how to balance feeling upset or feeling angry. And good examples of that would probably be like there was one time I was really upset with Brayden's dad. I don't know, something was going on and I was livid, like my body was hot, like I was steaming. And I knew that I if I had reached out to friends, they would have tried to turn me down, right? In a, in a way that they're trying to help um, so I'm not so like all over the place. But I didn't want to be turned down at that moment. Like I was angry. I was mad. I wanted to be mad. I wanted to feel that. I wanted to sit in that anger at least for a few hours because I don't want to sit there and pretend like that anger doesn't exist because people around me are telling me that I need to relax. So instead of calling friends and instead of venting it out, I decided to hop my ass in the shower. And I took like a 20 minute shower and i got out and slow movements right like when i'm really angry or i'm really sad i'm having a lot of anxiety i have to be very aware of how fast i'm moving because i move really fast in general like my mind is is moving like super fast quite often and i mean like i eat really fast (laughs) like i type really fast I text really fast, which is why I have so many typos. So when I'm upset, that just like ramps it up, which means that I have to be very aware of moving slowly. And I mean like getting out of the shower slowly and like getting a towel, noticing the water droplets on my body, wiping them off like really slowly. walking out of my bathroom into my bedroom, slowly putting on lotion, just being mindful of all my movements so I can settle. So my mind can settle and I can realize and understand that like, that was a moment and I was mad in that moment. And I'm glad that I was mad in that moment. But now it's time to relax. Now it's time to not allow that anger to overwhelm you because I don't want to be overwhelmed, but I do want to feel it. So, I simply put on some lavender oil. um, I have a seat on my couch, which is very comfortable. And I just sit for a moment and I'm like, you know what? I'm okay. But I'm glad that I was able to feel it and then regulate it and then move forward. Because what happens if I don't regulate myself, then I'll be feeling like shit for like days um based off of one stupid conversation that really didn't have to um be all of that it's just you know certain situations certain moments take longer time to like get over it um but again being able to sit and feel what I'm feeling I mean there's just too much toxic positivity on like line on social media um, and sometimes in the conversations that I'm having, and I kind of have to just block that out and and remember that it's okay for me to feel what I'm feeling. And nobody can tell me differently. I'm gonna stand in it. Some people understand, some people don't, but I'm not one to pretend like I'm not feeling something. Now, I will say that in regards to my mental health, sometimes I do pretend like things are not bothering me, but that typically only happens in romantic situations. Like if I am maybe having sex with somebody and I'm afraid of where it might go or what could happen. So I definitely tend to be like, no, like I don't care about that situation, like I'm fine. Um, But I want to work on that. Like I specifically want to work on not being so afraid and just saying exactly how I feel, like even if I do like somebody and I'm afraid of the outcome, it's okay for me to say that I like this person, like it may work out in my favor or it may not, but being afraid of the what ifs, I want to stop that because I mean there are a million what ifs that could happen that you can create in your mind and I personally don't want to live in fear, I don't want to walk in fear, I want to walk in faith and I want to just take leaps And I used to, I used to really not give a single fuck about what I said and who I said it to. And if I look super thirsty and if I, I just didn't care, but I think in the last maybe like two years, I definitely was reeling myself back in because again, I think there has to be a balance. So like three years ago, I was just like, I don't care. Like if I love someone, I'm going to tell them I love them. If I like someone, I'm going to tell them I like them. If I miss them, I'm going to tell them I miss them. Um, But one situation happened that kind of shut me down where I kind of went into a show and I went into a box and I was like, "Mm, I don't want to be vulnerable anymore. Not like that. And I was dating this, well, I think, I mean, I would consider as dating. We were dating. Um, And he was out of town. He was living out of town. And so when he came into town, we hung out and we had sex. And the next day, I'm like just throwing my feelings all over the place. And I'm like, hey like, I'm so glad that we were able to come together. And I just love where we're at right now. I don't think I use the word love. Um, I'm like, you know, I, you know, sex can be kind of hard for me sometimes. And with you, it's easier. Um, And I appreciate that and A, B, and C. And then he hits me with, (laughs) just so you know, like, I met someone and it's, you know, getting serious. So thanks for everything, but bye. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> and in that moment, I was really upset. And I remember because, I mean, granted I was dating him, but I was also dating someone else because you gotta protect yourself. Um, but I liked this guy obviously more. And we see how that works, right? Like I was dating somebody who I really, really liked, but also dating someone else, you know, just in case that guy that I really liked was dating me. But then he was dating someone else. And obviously, he really, really liked and I was just kind of the backup. So you know, but you know what, I did appreciate him for telling me, I was never mad at him, because he was honest, and he told me what was up. And he could have kept it going, but he didn't. And I can appreciate that I can appreciate the honesty. My feelings were hurt. Absolutely. And I just remember being in the car with the other guy and I'm reading this text message and my eyes are like swelling up and I'm just like, (laughs) trying really hard not to cry. And I'm just like, Oh my god, what is happening? And I but in that moment, that was the moment that I was like, you know what? No, I will. I'm not gonna feel this. I don't want to feel this. I'm okay. It's fine. He's moving on. So I'm moving on. I'm going to put these feelings right up in a box and I'm going to tie it up with a bow and I'm going to keep moving forward. But I do see what that did to me afterwards. And what it did was that it made me really scared to be able to express myself to people that I, I was dating, um, because I didn't know if it was reciprocated. I didn't know if they were talking to other people. Like I don't want to put myself out there anymore because that situation was hurtful. Um, and so then I just completely shut myself off um, from being vulnerable until, until I met someone else and then I was vulnerable again and then I kind of got shitted on, you know, it's like a pattern, it's like on a Ferris wheel, I guess you would say, but I say all that to say, there has to be balance, I think you should be honest with your feelings, I think you should say exactly how you feel but I think that you should also kind of reel yourself in when you feel like it's a little bit too much. And and I say that very lightly too, because I also believe that, you know, I'm loud in my personality and I can be a lot. I feel like the person that I'll end up with is going to just love that about me and it won't be like a, an annoyance that I've seen from other people I'm gonna stay me no matter what. But in order to protect my feelings, I also know that I can't just give somebody all of me right away, because that doesn't really help anybody. It doesn't help me, Um, but I also wanna stay honest. So I think I'm trying to find the balance in that, still trying to find the balance in that, trying to make it make sense, trying to make sure that I am protecting myself and taking care of my feelings and putting myself first. in every situation that I'm in, moving forward. If it's not benefiting me, um, if it's not feeding me, whether it's emotionally or spiritually or financially, like, what am I doing? What are we doing here? And how can I feed that person as well? Um, so just in regards to, like, mental health, I think in 2023, and what I've been doing, it just, I mean, not just in 2023, 19 to now, 2018, I don't know, Um, trying to just stay mindful of my actions um, and trying to get away from being positive all the time. It's something, even with yoga and meditating and things of that nature, I know that there are people who truly just live their lives and they meditate and they're just happy and they're positive and they've let all of their past traumas go. I desire to be in that place, right? I desire to have been, to be completely healed and be completely Zen and peace and nothing's bothering me and I'm unbothered, but I'm not there yet. And I know that I'm not there yet and I'm okay with not being there because I'm okay with going through the motions to eventually get there. But in the time or in the or in the time being, i will continue to feel sad or anxious or mad or angry and navigate those feelings get to the root of those feelings pluck them and then hopefully i can keep pressing on afterwards um but i know where i'm at and i'm not gonna lie about where i'm at i am just being human right now and eventually i think i will get to a place of true peace, but I think that that comes with time. You know, there's plenty of people out there that say, you know, people try to rush their process. And if you've dealt with 10 to 15 years of trauma, what makes you think that your trauma will just be healed and you're good after a year of therapy? That just doesn't make sense to me. And I've seen it to be very true. I've been in therapy for years and I'm still you know, learning new things about myself and being like, oh, shoot, I do that. I need to change that. And not that I need to change myself, but there are, you know, toxic traits and old negative patterns that need to be rid from me. So be rid from my body. Um, So I'm being patient with myself and understanding that I'm not here to put on a front and pretend like I'm perfect and I'm healed and I'm all good because I'm not. I'm still working. I'm still fighting. I'm still figuring shit out, just like everybody else. And the best advice that I could possibly give myself is to move move slow. And you will get there when you get there. And because you do have faith, you know, honestly, that God has seen you through plenty. And he will continue to see you through that. So, you know, This episode, you know, mental health is just interesting. You know, I see people who say like, do the night routine, do your daily routine or your morning routine. And you know what? I think morning routines and night routines don't work for me on a consistent basis because it turns into a, um, a negative. Because in my mind, I'm like, oh, I have to get up and do this morning routine or I have to do this night routine because I have to stay consistent. And then it kind of like bogs me down a little bit. And I'm like, nah, I don't want to do that. I do my night routines or my night routine and my morning routine when I'm feeling very anxious, when I'm having a lot of anxiety and I just, I, I can't get it together that's when I put my routine into place. I'm like, you know what? Okay, we need to reset. And when I reset, it's by doing my skincare and my tea and my meditating and my yoga all in one, right? Taking hot showers and things like that, but setting the time aside. So I mean like two to three hours of putting my phone on do not disturb at night to do that routine to get myself back refocused. But it doesn't mean that I do it every single day night, because for me, that gives me more anxiety because I'm constantly like, shoot, I got to do my night routine. Do I have enough time? Am I tired? You know, no. Like if I'm tired, I'm not going to do it. It's the same thing as like if it's dishes in the sink, you know what? They can stay there for a night or two nights or three nights. I will get to them when I get to them. I do not want to rush myself. I do not want to force myself in any act, in any situation shit and in my life and friendships and work like i just i'm not here to force anything you know i want things to come naturally i want them to feel good and with routines if it feels good in that moment then i'm gonna do it if it settles me then i'm going to do it but i i have not stuck to one consistently based off of how my mind works hopefully that makes sense like the other night i was super anxious and i'm pretty sure i recorded what I was feeling in the moment, and if I did, then I'm going to make this, make it a segment. But um, I was feeling really anxious about um, a situation, and I was up. It has to be like three o'clock in the morning, and it was one of those like, ah, I knew this was going to happen, and it was negative. And I'm like, I hate knowing when negative things are going to happen, or you know, and so. I was laying there in the bed and usually like when I'm having really bad anxiety, obviously you can physically feel that. So when I'm laying there, I'm kind of just like just stuck and I and I hate it. So I like forced myself out of the bed and I was like, no, Morgan, no, like we're not going to sit here in misery and in pain. What we're going to do is we're going to get up. And we're going to pour ourselves a glass of bullet which i did you're going to sit on your counter in the kitchen and you're going to take a breath you're going to breathe okay you're going to breathe in for five you're going to hold for five and then you're going to breathe out for five and you're going to be fucking okay and guess what i was and i record i, I let me you know i want to check right now to see if i recorded that shit where's my voice memos okay let's see what day was that i think it was it seven minutes Let's see. Hey. So, I was sitting here thinking about my podcast and what is the point of it, like, what exactly am I doing? And granted, I still don't know what I'm doing. I mean... Okay, I think that was it. Hold on. And without being too, like, depressing, I am also in a space of reminding myself that feelings of disappointment. Okay, yep, that was it. (laughs) Um, Yes, so I definitely was in my feels Tuesday, like three o'clock in the morning, I cannot sleep. So I kind of just recorded what I was feeling in that moment, which I will put on here after I'm done recording this, which I mean, I'm pretty much done. Um, Mental health, people need to do their education, right? At the end of the day, like we got to stop just like taking little gems and pieces off of social media and different reels and random people saying random shit. And then pretending like self-care is going to get your feet to, oh, for some people it is. Let me, let me take my, let me be responsible, right? With my words. Self-care can be whatever it is that you want it to be. However, I think you have to be mindful of pretending like doing materialistic things is just this like grand form of self-care and it's going to transform your life because you get your feet done. No, I think it's something that makes you happy and I think that you should absolutely do that. But I I want people to be aware that just because you get your feet done, that's not like, that's not a substitute for therapy, right? That's not a substitute to get to the root of your issues um and why you are the way that you are. We need to be responsible for our mental health. Because if you're not, then you'll stay in these loops and loops and loops. And I be in loops and I'm in therapy. So, but I'm aware of them and I take accountability for them and I'm trying as much as I possibly can. And do I get my feet done? And I say, whoops, self-care day, I sure do. Yes. But it's deeper than that. It's just, it's so much deeper than that. I really believe that. Um, and all we can do is be where we're at and keep moving forward and stay true to ourselves. Um, I dropped my son off this morning and I was like, "Braden, just remember to be yourself no matter what, no matter who likes it, you know, just be you, do you, love you, you're great. You know, we, we do say our affirmations in the morning. And I mean, I guess if I go back to the advice that I would give myself is even like my younger self with Braden And I, <laughs> it's kind of like I'm talking to my younger self when I'm talking to him. But I'm like, who cares what other people think about you? Be yourself and people will grab Oh my god, people will gravitate to you. For you just being yourself, you don't have to force yourself to be anybody else. So oh my god, okay. That was it. That's done. Um, You know, I don't know if I'm going to put what I recorded the other night on here, I'm going to listen to it first. And if I'm not Self conscious about it, then please enjoy. If not, then you know, I hope everyone has a good. When will this post? This will publish on shoot. What is the date? What is the date? See, I got this new HP and I'm used to having a Mac. And you know, with the Mac, you can just click this one button and it goes to your calendar. But I don't know how to get to my calendar on this computer, so we'll use my phone. This will publish on the 4th. So, you know, I hope everyone is getting ready for the holidays and not being stressed out. Don't fucking stress. Be free. Be free, my friends. Until next time, I will see you guys later. Wow. Okay. So I definitely listened to my, well, I started to listen to my audio from like, a few nights ago. I think it's a little bit much. I don't think I'm going to share. Um, I did actually talk a little bit about what I talked about in the intro of this episode, which was, t- um, whoo, which was touching the very tip of the iceberg in regards to self-harm and what that actually looks like, um, but also asking the necessary questions. You know, what is your fight song? Like, when is the last time you felt safe? you know, asking those questions and then being able to dissect them for yourself, I think it's really helpful. I mean, it's been helpful to me. So um, I'm not going to share my audio. <laughs> I listened to it and, you know, I think it's just for me. And I think that that is okay. But anyways, thanks for listening. And next week, you know, I don't know if I'm going to be joined by anyone or if I'm going to do another solo episode, which obviously the solo episodes are a little bit shorter, um, because I'm just talking to myself. (laughs) Um, But maybe they'll get longer as the time goes on. I have no idea. And let's see. Wow. So my Christmas episode, if I stay consistent and I stay on track, will actually come out on Christmas. Hmm. And then, oh, no, it'll come out the day after Christmas. And then my birthday episode, which is on the 9th, will come out on my birthday because January 9th is on Monday. So whatever. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. Thanks so much. Please tell me your thoughts. Um, I actually created a Instagram profile for just my podcast, which is... Get her a therapist podcast. (laughs) So follow it. Ask me questions. Tell me what you think. Let me know.